Yo. Hey, this is episode 21. Wait, what? 21? 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. Yeah. 21. Um, why can't I hear shit right now? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Huh? Yeah. Is the volume a little bit up? Turn my mic up. Turn my mic up. Hey, what's good? Yo, hey, this is episode 21, 21, 21, 21 of the uh, Fill in the Blank Interlude podcast with your host, with the least and the most. At the same time, it's a very confusing, confusing, contradicting. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I can't even say shit. Contradiction. Is my mic going low? Like, goddamn. It's like getting lower as time goes on here. I just need to secure this into place. Shit. 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 Yeah, this is this is a, a, the furthest it's going to go. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're a first-time listener, um, like, I don't really talk about shit, so keep listening because I might talk about something. You know what I mean? Um, hey, what's good? What's going on? What the fuck is going on? Hey, I, I'm not fucking with your vibes right now. I just don't know why you're just not turning up on a Tuesday, dude. I don't know why you're not turning up on a Tuesday. Let's fucking go. Let's run it. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I have no idea what he's saying. Um, but this shit right here is really hard. I don't know why. I don't know why I find this really hard. Hey. Yeah. Yo, I really fuck with this melody part. And how, like, just the production around this, too. It's just very. It reminds me of, like, uh, Airport Runway at midnight or something with like all the all the red lights flashing and shit like it reminds me of that or like helicopter lights you know what i mean like all the helicopter pads at night like or i guess the lights for the planes in the city so that you know nothing tragic happens um which is smart but it also uh lends itself to dope music video ideas so Hey, if you need me to shoot something, I got you. I got you. We just have to book a book a helicopter or a private jet. Fly very slowly over the city. We definitely no, need, don't need a permit for that. We will fly a whole private jet very slowly across the city. I'm pretty sure private jets can't really do that. Otherwise, it'll just, you know, fall down. Like, it'll just sink. Did that make sense? Um so hey what's up what the fuck is going on guys this is episode 21 i already said that before but fuck it i'm gonna say it again because it's a very special episode because you're listening to it right now um shit man shit hey what is good i was talking oh this is what i was gonna talk about yo so i bought a new microphone right to get some new guests on and you know, that's why I really wanted to record people on for Saturdays uh, at Saturday's party. I mean, I ended up not bringing the equipment anyways because it was too heavy. But in my mind, when I really wanted to commit to this plan and, 
you know, like the equipment. <laughs> what I didn't think that the equipment was going to be that heavy in the bag. And like, okay, here's here's one thing. If I was driving, hell yeah, I would take all the equipment there. But I would have had to take the bus to East Van with like a good two thousand five, maybe like two thousand two hundred dollars worth of equipment. So I really didn't feel safe with that, especially with like a big ass bag. And yes, I am a bitch. I'm a little bitch. But you know what? Fuck it. I uh, also it was just heavy. It was honestly really heavy. And when I was walking out, my mom was saying like. Don't you go to the gym? Shouldn't like isn't that the reason why you go to the gym? Nah, dude. It's I go to the gym so I can pick up something in like for like three seconds. I don't fuck with that endurance shit. That's for CrossFit, you know what I mean? But um anyways, back to my story about uh getting a new microphone. So I was gonna bring a new I was gonna buy a new microphone before this party and I was gonna bring it there, blah blah blah, this amazing plan. But turns out this uh, Rode microphone is immensely popular. It's called the Rode PodMic. And it's the fraction of the cost of this Procaster. And apparently it's pretty good as well. Um, I don't think it's as good as a Procaster. I mean, hey, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to... I'm not, So, like, I do know my ins and outs when it comes to you know, a li- well, not necessarily ins and outs, but I know my basic when it comes to like mixing and like recording music on DAWs and how to use a microphone and how to use an audio interface. But I'm no like, I'm not an audio engineering like professional by any means. So it's not like I really, really know the difference. All I know is that I compared to my like Sennheiser AT2020, this mic blows it way out of the water. I love how I sound on this microphone, and I hope you do as well. I hope you've noticed the difference. Um, so I was going to get this microphone, but turns out it's sold out. It's that immensely popular. It sold out on all the uh, music sites. I even le- looked on uh, some American sites like uh, Guitar Center and Musician's Friend, and it's all sold out. And you can only purchase it through pre-orders, which is a problem. Because these pre-orders will start shipping them out middle of August. I'm trying to get this pod going this fucking summer and before July is over. So I've basically committed to the idea of buying another one of these microphones. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. It's $300, but... I want to do this broadcasting thing for a very long time. And I feel like I could... No, you know what? No, no, no. I I genuinely do want to do this broadcasting thing for a very long time. I was going to say that if I need to sell that second microphone or this microphone, it won't... Like, I could still sell it for a high price. Like, these are very, very high-quality microphones. But, you know, I don't... Yeah, I I really don't uh, I really don't want to wait that long because once it ships August, like what it's gonna get to me end of August, I'm not gonna sit on my hands and like honestly, I could possibly record with my AT2020, but fuck that man, I'm trying to take this shit to the next motherfucking level. I have like 
a lot of different types of content planned out in my head and, you know, like different kinds of guests I want to get on and just share this experience with other people um, at the end of the day. Because as much as I like doing this with myself, I just noticed when I was with a guest, it was a different kind of energy. Just bouncing conversation off with somebody that, you know, here's the thing about, um, I thought that's weird about podcast, uh, conversations. It, even with, I did with a couple of, uh, really good friends of mine and the conversations felt different. They felt much more different. They felt much more inquisitive. They felt much more curious and just, um, you know, people weren't necessarily holding their tongue on certain issues. And I, I really, I really dug that. And I think it's the aspect of having a microphone in front of your face, um, in the sense of you're not just talking to one person, but you're talking to hundreds, possibly thousands of people. Um, and that you're sort of broadcasting this to a whole array of people, you know? So I I really want to get that going. And I keep saying this week in and week out, guys. But you know what? I'm going to... Here, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm going to get this going. I'm going to get this going. I'm going to buy another fucking microphone. I need to get this uh, Canon. Canon. I need to get this Canon T7 so I could start uh, making video content where, you know, I just talk in front of a camera about, fuck, music, ideally. I would love to do that. That That is, you know, I, I've been watching a little bit of Sean C lately and, uh, you know, I watch a lot of Anthony Fantano. Well, not a lot of Anthony Fantano, but I watched a good amount. Um, Sean C has started getting into his content and I just love, um, how that platform can bring so many, uh, cool, different, like an educated, well, well educated perspective onto that space. And I would love to do that. So yeah, watch out for that. Um, shit, man, shit. You know what? You know, I just realized that my friend is organizing a show by. I was playing him earlier, but by by this guy. Um, so by this uh, I think he's Belgium. I think he's Belgium. Yeah, by this Belgium artist, Belgian, Belgium. No, by this Belgian artist named Hamza. Um, and he's. He booked he booked this guy for Marrakesh with his you know event promotion slash lifestyle slash brand. Um, it's it's amazing. It's it's fucking amazing. So shouts out to my homie Abdu, like for real, for real, for real, for real, for you know bringing this overall vision to life. And because I've seen this guy struggle but i've also seen him celebrate as well and to just see these ups and downs and it's kind of like no you know life isn't necessarily just a single line graph if you zoom in it's just a it fluctuates like waves 
And it's just really inspiring to see him like go up in this way and for his life to turn around in this way. It's, it's honestly a really beautiful thing. So I just got, I just want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to, uh, Abdu and the entire cash collective. Um, you know, they are my boys through and through, um, for fucking life for motherfucking life. Uh, when I go out east, I don't know I'm going to go out east. I thought maybe this summer, but that's going to be a little bit too expensive. So I'm thinking I'll probably head out in the fall. I'll be out in their fall and I'm going to bring all this equipment through and we're going to we're going to get shit popping, you know what I mean? Like I am I mean, I haven't like I'm sure they'll be cool with that, but I haven't brought this up with them, but you know, like I'm I'm honestly just uh, really excited to see them and also potentially create content with them. Uh, like I said, I haven't brought this up yet, but I'm sure that they would be down. So let's fucking run it, man. Let's fucking run it. And by then, hopefully I'll have a sound. No, I'm definitely going to have a soundboard because I just want to like do some like... I want to create... I'm just going to fuck around this weekend and create my own air horns. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to I'm gonna go to the dollar store, uh, get some air horns, blast it on this microphone, and then just, like, fuck, fucking EQ it, put a lot of reverb on it, and a lot of echo. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I... I like I am going to get a soundboard though. That's going to be that's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for that. Um I hope that wasn't too loud. But hey, what have I been listening to? Let's see. Uh Oh yeah, I guess I kind of want to talk about the Jermaine uh Jermaine Dupree thing. So he was I mean, he's getting he's getting that point in his age where he just doesn't give a fuck. Well, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's at the Stevie point yet. Not not just the Stevie point, but the Quincy point in his life yet, where he's just saying shit. But I figure the older you get, the less you will be willing to hold back on your tongue. Um, unless if you're a billionaire, I guess. Well, even in that case, but still. Still, I guess uh, billionaires have a reputation to protect. But Jermaine Dupree. So he did say that right now it's just stripper rappers. It's just um, women that were strippers that started rapping. Um, I mean, not going to be a surprise take. I uh, agree with him. I completely agree with him. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I completely disagree with him. I think at this point, it's like probably the best time for um, female rap music or not necessarily female, but I would say just like, because that's sort of just putting it in its own box. I would just say um, rap that is done by women. Like you have so much variety and so much to choose from these days and just so much of a bigger audience, which means that people are going to want to invest their time into it, invest 
their uh, time, effort, production, uh, promotional dollars. And I think, I don't think we've seen the peak of rap music created by women. I think that this is going to only trend upwards. And I think you're going to get a lot of even traditional R&B acts really, really trying to go for that space as well. Really trying to pers- uh, aggressively pursue that space. I think Lemon was not the last rapping Rihanna song you'll ever hear. I think that's only the beginning. Um, we saw Beyonce dabble in it as well. Uh, but with Rihanna, I think she's going to go off because I think she got a taste of what it feels like. Because you know what? I'll say it right now. That Lemon... Those lemon verses, would this be out of pocket and disrespectful? I think it did make her, in uh, that did cement her in the top three of uh, female rappers in 2018. Yes, I do understand that somebody ghost wrote her bars, but I don't give a fuck. Go back and listen to the song. Hear her delivery. Um... You know, it's not like rapping is this one-dimensional thing. And hey, I'm not saying that writing doesn't matter because it does. It does. That's why I'll put her in the top three. Like, I'll probably put her at third or fourth. Um, But definitely not one and two, especially compared to girls that can actually write. Like, don't get me wrong. That's fucking important to me. Hey, like, trust me if I found out that Anybody in my overall top 10 uh, didn't write a majority of their bars, they would definitely slide out of that top 10. So don't get me twisted. Although, okay, the reason why I say majority is because I think it's a well-known fact that Nas Nas had uh, Jay Electronica as a ghostwriter. Don't believe me? All right, use your ears. Uh, Go listen to Queen's... Queen's, uh, Queen's got the money. I think that's what it's called. Queen's, uh, wait, hold on. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Nas, Queen's, I think it's Queen's got the money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it's Nas, Queen's get the money. Um, here, I just hope this doesn't blast real quick. Okay, there we go. Here, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play you guys a little bit of a snippet. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I guess... Fuck it, I'll just do it off here. Um, so, Jay Electronica. Think about him. Think about what he sounds like, how he raps. Come on. God, this intro's long. Shit. Ayo, queens get the money, niggas still screaming paper chasing For presidential candidates, it's planning wars with other nations Over stake with masons Pregnant teens give birth to intelligent gangsters They daddy's faceless, play this By your stomach, let my words massage it and rub it I'll be his daddy if there's nobody there to love it Tell him his name, Nasir Tell him how he got here Mama was just having fun with someone above her years Niggas is still hating Talking that Nas done fell off with rhyming He'd rather floss with diamonds They pray, please God, let him spit Listen to those multi-syllabics and tell me that's not J Electronica through and through. 
Um, this is all for my hip hop purists out there. And even if you're not, uh, if you're even just interested in this whole thing, but yeah, that's my case for, uh, <laughs> just a few seconds of that song. Cause I'm not going to play that whole song and break it down, but that is clearly, clearly J electronica's writing clearly just those multi-syllabics, just that flow. Just imagine Instead of Nas's voice, like that deep, low tone, J Electronica voice, and you'll hear what I'm saying. Um, but the beginning just got me thinking, like, goddamn, like this whole streaming. So here's the thing with the streaming era, is that a lot of musicians have been creating their music because of this uh, one, I guess, statistic. I think. Well, I think. They just, well, they probably just real also realize that attention spans are getting shorter um, and that people just want things quicker. But um, there's a study that came out that said if uh, the first 30 seconds don't interest the listener, then they're more likely to skip, uh, which is crucial because that, because before he started rapping, that was about 21, 22 seconds. So it's kind of interesting to observe that, you know, this was only like what this came out. Oh, wait, about a decade ago. Wait, shit. Oh, wait, it was a little, damn. That was 11 years ago. But 11 years ago, how so much has changed, um, even though we might not think that it really does. And what's funny is that like with this era, with how fast music is coming out and how often these musicians are recording and just not letting the previous projects breathe with their fans. I think this cycle is going to get even more accelerated. I mean, shit, man, just look at, look at artists that got left behind designer. Um, What's her name again? That. God, I forgot what that song is. Like that song where it almost sounds like a Bobby Shmurda song. God, think about Bobby fucking Shmurda. Think about that dance and how huge that song was and how huge he was as an artist. I think he, I think right now, like he's not obviously he's in prison, so he can't really make any noise. I, I do believe that once he, it starts gearing up to get out. And once he gets out, he's going to damn near be at that same height again, if not even bigger because of his uh, notoriety. But man, just look at designer. He's just, you know, felt like Timmy Turner wasn't a hit at all. Like he, that man was a one hit wonder. And now he's just kind of like acting crazy and wilding out just to, just for attention. I mean, that's the thing. He's still very young. When Panda came out, he was like, what, 18, 19? He's like, what, 21 with money now? Or 22 with money now? Like, shit. Nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, nah, like, God bless designer. I mean, I hope, I hope that, you know, he's, uh, He's beating his own battles 
at the end of the day. You never know what someone's going through. You really never know what someone's going through. So, yeah, I hope I hope designers doing well. But what I'm saying is like this whole music game thing. It's it's changing quick. It's changing quick. Um, you know, you could view like anything. You could view it one of two ways. You could view it as in a negative light or a positive one. And you know, I'm like honestly really excited because I, I chose to you know, continuously view change as a positive thing. What's the use in dwelling in the past in something that's not tangibly there? I always think about this all the time is that, hey, I was meeting, I met a girl and she's just like a lot of people, just very concerned about the future of our planet and our environment. But she's taking a very like nihilistic, like what's the point kind of approach to it. And hey, I'm not saying that's a wrong way to view things, but I honestly do think that Hey, work here. Let's try and figure out some way to do something with it instead of sitting on our hands and not doing shit. Because, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're not we're not around for that long. Everyone around me says that we all have a lot of time. I don't think we do. I really don't think we do. Um maybe maybe if you're happy inside this little box of yours. But when you realize how little space we actually occupy within time and space, makes you think, shit, I just, I just need to experience as much as I can. I just need to enjoy life as much as I can. And if something bothers me, like the environment, you know, I need to do everything that I can in my power to try and help save that and to try and help fix it. Because yes, what we're going to have to do is going to have to be more drastic, more extreme measures. But I think that humans will will uh, attempt some of those measures. That's not to say. <laughs> With that being said, uh, whether it's going to be too late or not too late, that's a whole different story because in that sense, we'd have a very, very small window. So, you know, I've I've always been... Well, not always, but when I was growing up, when I was a teenager, I'd always have, well, not always, but I, I did have like a negative viewpoint on certain things. And I thought that I wasn't good enough, that things weren't going to get done, that I didn't have enough time. But now I still believe I don't have enough time, but I flipped it around. I don't have enough time, but... I may have just enough. 
You know, I was thinking about this today, man. God damn. I was thinking like, I think honest to God, I look better than I actually think I look. Um, and right now it's something that I'm trying to get a little bit more used to, uh, because like growing up around when I was like 14 and, uh, or maybe it was like till 10, I always thought I was like an ugly kid. Like I thought I was like an ugly kid. I couldn't get any girls like, man, people didn't like me because of that, blah, blah, blah. So that's why I started working out. But I'd have exes tell me like, oh, that girl's looking at you. And I genuinely wouldn't notice because I wouldn't be looking. I wouldn't be looking around because I would genuinely think like, oh shit, nobody's looking at me. But lately I've been breaking away from that thought process. And I've been observing certain things that have always been there. Um, And thinking back to certain moments and thinking like, God damn, I'm an attractive motherfucker. I am one handsome ass motherfucker. Um, but it's weird. It's weird. Because now I'm noticing a female attention that I haven't really noticed before. And I don't know if I like it, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. If it's from a girl that I like genuinely am into, hell yeah. But if it's just, if I'm just going about my day and like some girl just like starts eye fucking me, I'm not gonna lie, I get a little bit creeped out. But I do understand that girls go through that same shit too. I'm sure like guys, yeah, <laughs> shit, like guys have like mental Rolodexes files for what they're gonna say for later to jerk off, which is sick, which is fucking sick. But Guys are generally really fucking sick. Um, well, not generally. There are some guys out there that are really fucking disgusting. Most guys I know are like pretty okay. Um, and bros even. Uh, so, moral of the story is don't be too down on yourself. Um, just know that we have enough time and enough power within ourselves and even externally to actually make a difference. Like maybe not all of us will have the glory, if that makes sense, will experience the glory, but everyone has the ability to make a difference in someone else's life. And that right there will bring us more joy than we can ever imagine. So, on that note, I want to share something with y'all. Like, I, uh, I've been following this amazing and such a beautiful woman named Amal. Um, like, her singing voice and just the way she carries herself is just, all of that is just beautiful, you know? So, you spell her name A-M-A-A-L, uh, pronounced Amal, um, well, actually, I could be butchering it. You know what? Crucify me. Like, if I'm if I'm pronouncing it wrong, please correct me. Uh, so, I want to. I'm going to play a song called "So What." 
I have been playing, I have had it on repeat since this weekend and I can't get enough. So this is So What by Amal. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys like this as much as I do because I really fuck with this song. Alright, enjoy. So hey, so that was the um that was a track So What by Amal off her Black Doves oh sorry, Black Dove EP. Check it out. Check it out. Um she's incredibly talented and I think that man, the potential for her, the potential for her is like you know, the sky's the roof, I think. That's what it's called. I don't know. But anyway, that that was uh So What by Amal. 
Check it out. Enjoy. I hope you guys like that track and like this episode as well. God, you know, I hope you guys have been enjoying this fucking content that I'm spewing out because you know what? I, even if it was only like two people listening, like I would just do this for y'all because honestly, I have so much fun doing this shit. Just like talking my shit and just like talking about whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and just trying to figure out this whole thing and this whole media space. Like I'm just, I'm just excited to be here, you know? And well, not just that, I'm just excited for what the future can bring. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I'm just, God, I'm just, I'm just really stoked for all of that because it's going to get, it's going to get crazy, y'all. Hey, so, hey, so this has been episode 21, 21, 21 by your boy, Naoto Wakabayashi from the, uh, Film the Blank Interlude podcast and I am signing out. (laughs) 